welcome back. Pull up a chair and join us at the table this week for another episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice, a tabletop role-playing podcast. Welcome back to Paper, Pencil, Dice. So, uh, welcome back from the break. Uh, for all those of you who are listening to the episodes as they come out, uh, I hope you guys appreciated the holiday episodes we released. For those of you listening to us in the, in the future, I hope you enjoyed the holiday episodes, and let's get going. Um, so, uh, we're going to do a quick, uh, I guess, catch-up of all the things that have happened since the uh, party left to head to Malatine. So, um, do you guys uh, want to g- help uh, give a quick recap? So, when you guys first left, you made your way and made it to Clear Meadow. Do you guys remember what happened in Clear Meadow? Lots of yeah. uh, apples. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I was going to say that. Darn it. Uh, we also killed an owlbear. And then stole its child. <laughs> yep, we did do it that. It was starving to death! Because we killed its parent. Well, yeah, well. Um, I think the parent was actually infected to begin with. If that's what you have to mm. tell yourself. It is. Who did you meet in uh, Claire Meadow? Oh, man. Uh, the, uh, the brewer... And his husband, uh, who helped us. Yeah, Tali and Shorty. <clears throat> Lucas and Wayne. There you yep. go. Close. Um, and... Uh, the Dark Shade Brewery. And that was where, uh, Tegan found out that he could drink, uh, the alcohol. Yep. Whoop, the Dark whoop. Shade Ale. Yep. Nope. Yeah, buddy. Because it was... Uh, we also met, we also met Vidi, the, mm-hmm. the town, town wizard. She was lovely. Mm-hmm. Hedgewitch. And then we went to go get some moss and almost died because of a giant there skeletal a, dragon. There were skeletons. Yep. Giant skeletal dragon. That was a thing. Um, which <laughs> apparently the soul is now in Tegan. He's playing which is, chess. Which is scary. Um, Hence why we, we tied him up. That. Or I tied him up the next day. Yeah, that was you. That was all you. That was not, not cool. Well, well I actually, mean, part of it was a theory too. Yeah, well, yeah. There was some gagging involved, but not, not the, no not the good kind. There's no proof of that. <laughs> um. All right. So you guys went and you found the dragon, and uh, from there you guys, uh, you know, rescued the city of Clear Meadow, and then headed up to the uh, city uh, of uh, Silver Streams on the way in. Um, and what did you guys find on your way into the city of Silver Streams? Well, we found a vehicle that has crashed and burned, and out of it popped some fire elementals. Uh, Tormir proceeded to show them a wonderful interpretive dance while the rest of the party killed them. And <laughs> yep. Feet of Flames by Tormir. Right. There were some uh, nice gubbins inside. We took them. Someone got some relatively useless goggles, but uh, the rest of us got something yeah. pretty nice. <laughs> Not calling out anyone in particular, just wanted to make that known. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's what we found on the outskirts. Uh, and then, and then it exploded. It did explode. And then you guys got up to the city of Silver Streams. What did you guys find as you first entered? Judy. I mean, Tom. Before Tom. Oh, right, Tom. The fields of golden grapes with a bunch of yep. guards outside being correct, manned huh? by slaves. I mean, uh, indentured servants. Yeah. Uh, we found that uh, Tormir had uh, some sadness because the town that he, uh, that he remembered is gone forever. It was ruined! Suck it up. It happens. And there was a lot of vents around. I remember that. That was important. Lots of vents. Yep. Is, is that that place with the really cool pub that has, like, the stout dwarf? Or is that later? <laughs> all right, all right. All right. This ganging up on Tormir thing is not going to end well. <laughs> For Tormir. All right, so then when you guys got into the city of Silver Streams, you guys stayed at a really fancy place. Do you guys remember the name of that place? Money bags is Cent- drained. Centrifugal <laughs> governor. That's correct. And, Can you tell uh, yeah, which one great. of us is taking it, notes? I actually felt, you know, like 
like money like bags. I belong there again. You felt like money bags for the first time. Uh, in a long time. First time in a long time. Let's see. We stayed there that night. Woke up the next morning. We're having some food, and then Jethal slapped a woman. <laughs> hey, that my he later bed... hit on. Yeah, my bed had a step stool. I just want everyone to know that that my bed had a step stool. That was pretty cool. And you got <clears throat> tied up again. Oh, and then yeah. you had a conversation with your um, dragon friend. Oh, yeah. I get to fly with a dragon. That's right. That's going to be we fun. We all are concerned because you were glowing. He gets pregnant. And not like, uh, you know, not in a, <laughs> um, like you're, you're, you, you look like you have such fresh skin. You're glowing as in actual wah, 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 wah. Yeah. And now I can't swallow because, like, the food is stuck. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, sure. Uh, All right. Yeah. That's points off in my book. <laughs> Kids, ask your parents. Oh, wow. Uh, That's and never mind. Oh boy. And uh, and what was the name of the lady that you met in the alley? Isabella, aka lady Isabella, Jethal's future wife slash mother <laughs> of his child. Uh, oh yeah, dude. we met his daughter a long time ago. This is probably her, right? This is probably oh, the one. I don't know about that. We'll see. <laughs> oh, 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 Tormir went to go confront the werewolves that they encountered rifling through her pockets and was trying not to engage them, trying to, you know, at least maybe reason with them a little bit. And then a little gnome Dances decided to be the... brave and run up to join him and then proceeded <laughs> to almost die. <laughs> and then also uh, dances with werewolves. Yeah, yep. that's right. The Tormir Costner movie. That was awesome. And then Lady Isabella took you guys inside of Malatune proper and to the upper level that was known as Skyreach. And uh, where did she take you from there? To Unum and Diem's laboratory. That's right. Uh, from there, um, what happened? We got in- our butts kicked by the uh, Rock'em Sock'em uh, Robot. Warforges. <laughs> Rock'em Sock'em oh, Robots. I don't know that we got our butts kicked. but Sure. Oh. I seem to remember that differently then. Well, you also remember <laughs> Francis getting stepped on. Francis! Tormir was fine. I was fine. Actually, Jethal I- was really effective in that fight. Yeah, Aww. that was it has awesome. Happens sometime. Happens every time. He was just trying to show off for his girlfriend. Ah. Oh. Yeah, that doesn't work so well later on. We're we're not a girlfriend. We're not, not a thing. We're not a girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> Your mastery of the English language absolutely amazes me. It's it's perfect. It's great, right? I know. I'm wonderful. Absolutely. So. From there, uh, where did you go with Unum and Diem after you uh, met up with them? Uh, we went on the train, tram, uh, the rail, rail. Uh, Fun to, with synonyms. Uh, I like it in the morning with some milk. Monorail. Synonym toast crunch. Nice. You're welcome. And I got to ride in the engine, but I didn't get to like. Drive. In the engine. Yeah. Well, there's like a little compartment that held six of us. It kind of. It was a little cramped. It wasn't in the engine, though, but that that would have been quite fatal. <laughs> <laughs> it was close. What is that yes, about the internal guys... combustion cycle on a four-stroke? Suck, squish, bang, blow? At what point <laughs> would that have killed Tegan? Probably all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Probably. So you guys got down to the, um, the hollows. And you eventually made your way over to the burning cycles. uh, Burning wheels. I'm sorry, burning burning wheels, wheels, yes. Wow. Way to pull a Tegan. Tegan just corrected the DM on the name. Write it down. And got it right. Yeah, that's a monumental occurrence. Yeah, buddy. Got the skills. We'll have to build a life-size statue of Tegan in his honor. Yes. It won't take very much uh, materials. 
True. And it would but only it'll, and it'll, have, it'll be colorful. It'd only take a short time to complete. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I appreciate it's that. It's just a little nice. project. <laughs> wow. All then right. we got to meet the, mo- oh, the oh. motorcycle gang. You know what? We could actually make a step stool that is a sculpture of Tegan holding up the seat. <laughs> holding up the step stool <laughs> in triumph. <laughs> I got a step stool. And then the episode ended with like the motorcycle gang and us going to war with the troll hunters. And I'm the hood ornament. Awesome. Troll, tr- troll hammers. But yes. Troll Hammers? Troll Hammers. Troll hunt- oh, yeah, that's a TV show my kids watch. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Yep. All right. All right. Short lived. So, um, as you've heard, listeners, that's kind of uh, catching everyone up and briefly on kind of what's led up to this point. So, now that you, you guys are. along with that, extra points for you. Extra points. So, we are going to the. Troll, or I'm sorry, the burning cycles. I messed it up again. The burning wheels. Uh, the hot wheels. The hot wheels. Yes, the burning wheels move. Uh, drive forward at war. You have the the leader Logrog is has a large platform being pulled by or on the backside of his uh, his his three wheeled motorcycle, uh, his trike, and he's driving that along. Tegan's on the hood as a hood ornament with a sword out. Screaming. When you said trike, I thought uh, like big wheel. No, like, it's actually like actually a... like three wheel motorcycles are commonly called trikes. I know, I know, but that always makes me think of like kids trikes. Mm, fair enough. I wish it was the dinosaur. What? Triceratops. Yes, triceratops. triceratops. Yep. Triceratops. I got. Oh. It. Got it. Apparently, only one of us got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I came along. I didn't. <laughs> well, that's not anything new. Your nine-year-old uh, self is extremely disappointed in you right now. Probably. <laughs> right. My nine-year-old self also really liked that purple uh, ketchup, too. So, I mean, he, he's poor judgment. All right. All right. I'm going to have to leave the podcast. You you don't have poor judgment? <laughs> Why do you have to leave the podcast? I, I don't know if I can stand for this purple ketchup slander. <laughs> <laughs> nasty so anyway you guys oh that the uh where they they mix the uh peanut butter and jelly with the peanut butter or like they'd have like a stripe of peanut butter stripe of jelly all around i mean i think you can still get that i don't know why they just need to sell it with croutons and you just pour it right in your mouth (laughs) anyways (laughs) oh god (laughs) Back to the Tegan Hood ornament. Back to the Tegan Hood ornament. Um, so we, uh, so yeah, you had the charging um, forward with Tegan on the hood. There are hundreds, uh, not hundreds. There are dozens of other uh, motorcycles that are flanking on either side, and just the roar of engines around in every direction is deafening. And not only that, because you're deep underground in an area that consists of rock walls, ceiling, and floor, it's incredibly echoey at the same time. So, Oh, yeah, this is great. I bet Francis is not happy. Francis, if you have a backpack, Francis is hiding in it along with Gregory. Aww. That's adorable. Well, this isn't going to help Tormir's tinnitus. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, he's... Eh. Uh, Matt. 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 so uh as you guys uh, um continue forward uh, for about maybe 20 25 minutes um on the uh on on the the caravan of vehicles uh you begin to see coming into view there's uh lights that are kind of like flickering on and off you kind of see like flickering light sort of uh i guess the the modern uh, listeners and players would know this as kind of like the flickering of like uh, fluorescent lights that are kind of going in and out. Um, so you see just like uh, a turn on and then flicker and turn off and periodically from different areas. Um, it's a large structure. This honestly, as you're approaching, this looks like a tank 
uh, some sort of like a weapon, like a, a, a armed ar- armed and armored vehicle that is about as large as the floor to the ceiling. So roughly about 200 feet tall or about 100 Tegans in height and twice oh! as wide. That's uh, enormous. Wow. The vehicle itself looks like it's in massive disrepair. The entire front section of it is has been ripped off and looks like it's pulled up, been pulled apart for scrap metal. Uh, the interior of it, it looks like there are different rooms, probably like rooms that were likely would have been used for uh, whoever armed the or whoever manned the the vehicle themselves. And those themselves have been you know scrapped apart, and you see a number of people running around and preparing to meet you in battle. Uh, these people have uh, kind of a... They, they Most of them look like they're human. There are a few other people, uh, half-orcs, dwarves um, among there, but all of them seem to have this sickly green hue to their skin. Um, they are exceptionally hairier than, than a normal member of their species, and they seem to have this sort of red hue uh, to their eyes. Like bloodshot eyes. Weird. And they like hold up these weapons um, that, and they kind of like shout out like war cries that don't seem to yell anything intelligible. Um, you see several of them that are where that are wielding these large uh, like uh, metal ha- uh, metal halves of the the weapon with a just a chunk of just random scrap metal at the end as as large kind of two handed hammers. Uh, you see other ones with these two curved bronze daggers. Um, and wearing a helmet that looks like it was made from like the carapace of like a bronze flying robot or something like that. Weird. Um, and there's there's right. just they they seem to be wearing wearing and or wielding just scraps of vehicles and or devices as their weapons. There does not appear to be any power or function to these other than that they serve really well as either sharp or bludgeoning items. Um, and. As the uh, caravan of burning wheels shows up, we are going to go into a skills challenge of getting you guys in to the uh, to the ba- to to the base. So we will okay. jump over here. So our Happy New Year! It's right. skills skill- challenge. Happy New Year! It's a skills challenge! Hooray! So um. We'll use Tegan France. is not the fail column this no, time. No, no, the, the old someone the, else. Yeah, we we used Hup for a failure okay. column this time. Awesome. All right. All right. So if I can get everyone to go ahead and give me an initiative check, please. I'll be... Check, 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 check in the cash. Bring oh, Francis is this, is a success column. That's pretty cool. Francis is always a success. Yay. Is he? Except for that one time he, he almost died. Yeah, I was gonna say he didn't do so well against that, you know, thing. We, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that one time. That Very descriptive. You no, know, that 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 giant, that giant, mm, mechanical thing. Mech. The Warforge. Yeah, the Warforge. There you go. All right, let's go ahead and go through here. So, Tegan, what'd you get on your initiative? I got a 19, yeah. All right, and Jathal, what'd you get on your initiative? I got a 14. Yeah. Athir, what'd you get on your initiative? I got a 16. All right, and Toromir, what'd you get on your initiative? I got a 20. All right, and Tabitha, what'd you get on your initiative? 23. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, boys. Okay. I'm sorry, people. I will. I promise not to say that again. (laughs) I'll I'll let it slide this once. (laughs) I don't I don't know what came over me. All right. So the goal of this skills challenge is to get Unum and Diem all the way to the uh the base and then to give them enough time to actually get into uh get get the door open so unum and dm have a method that they're using to track to see where it's at and they'll help guide you there uh you need a grand total of eight successes to win and a grand total of three failures to lose 
So, uh, up first is Tabitha. So you guys are just a very first encountering the the outer uh, reaches of the, the the troll hammers at this point. Okay. Um. Sorry, I was looking at my uh my cloak, my cloak of the bat. Okay. So I am going to try and so what is the walls like around here so i mean you're fairly follow far away from any given wall but um so the walls just oh, outside the walls of, are pretty far away the, the walls yeah the walls outside of this area are stone and the walls on the inside are metal um as far as the different like areas of the now decommissioned tank uh that you're driving mm -hmm. through but you're not necessarily near any given wall. You're kind of driving okay. in more of the open areas. These are pretty big rooms. Okay. So, um, sorry about that. I didn't mean to like sidetrack us. Oh, no problem. Uh, I am going to see if I can uh, use my stealth and uh, go around to see how, like, try and get around to the other side. So are you hopping off of the bike? Oh, that's right. I am on the bike, aren't I? I thought it came to a standstill. No, you're charging at the moment. I do have the ability to fly. But that would be pretty obvious on... Um, sorry, I completely forgot that I was, I'm really doing well today. That's okay, it's uh, our first time back for a while, so. Uh, I apologize, um, I don't know if I have a whole lot of stuff that's going to be helpful here. Do something heroic. Yeah, do something awesome. Can I do like how fast is the car going? Um, I mean, you're probably going. Uh, I mean, about maybe about as fast as a horse at a full gallop at the moment. Can I um make a perception check? Sure. What are you looking for? Um. Like any weak spots of the surrounding area. So you're trying to look or... for some some sort of weak weak point that can, maybe you can strike to collapse something on top of some troll hammers. Right. Okay. Go ahead and give me a perception check. Twenty five. Twenty five is a. Thank success. you, uh, gentle listeners, for sticking with that painful. All right, so uh, as you guys are, are heading in, Tabitha from the back uh, platform of Logrog's uh, vehicle pulls out, you know, just spot, just looking very carefully at the different areas, and she sees the light flicker on in one small section, and she sees this section of metal that's fairly rusted, and there's three different troll hammers sitting up there, and she figures that she can hit a certain point on there with her bow, and she successfully hits it, and there's... Uh, Two or three different troll hammers that just fall out of the sky, uh, roughly on the ground, as the uh, burning wheels drive right past and, in some cases, over them. Oh, up, yeah. up next is uh, Tormir. All right, Tormir is going to look to fend off any of the troll hammers who are attempting to attack or climb on board. Okay. Sounds like an athletics check. Alrighty. And I got a 21. A 21 is a success. Woo woo. Sweet. Alright. So, uh, yeah. As... Tegan gets here. <laughs> He's... Yeah, buddy. So, as you're. There are some troll hammers that have either leapt down from above or tried to climb onto the various vehicles and. Tormir has been able to just knock them off, or in some cases, he's actually jumping between vehicles, helping knock the troll hammers off of the different vehicles. 
Just picture Yoda in episode two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. There you go. All right, up next is Tegan. All right, I'm going to put my hands on my hip, and I'm going to gaze upon the battlefield from my precipice on the top of the wheel on the top of the wheel oh, oh, i have such a visual <laughs> still got my sword in my right hand but my hands are on my hips and i'm gazing across the battlefield Ooh, be careful about that <laughs> and i'm looking to see how the battle's going and how the and he skewers going. himself <laughs> and i'm looking for like how can we like get in between two formations almost like a wedge Feel like we're kind of the front of the of the of, okay. the of the thing, and I'm actually trying to use my warfare lore. That That's sounds like a good good use of that. So you kind of try to like guide Logrog uh, in, you know, like okay, if we do this, charge there, and you know, exactly. you're, you're kind of trying to come up with tactics and lead lead from the uh, the you're you're the leading hood ornament of the war war party. So absolutely, well, he's definitely follow leading me, from the front. Is this yeah. is this the first time you've rolled this skill? Yes. Yeah, I didn't even know you had this skill. Oh, this. Yep. This is gonna end well. All right. What'd you get? A thirteen. A thirteen is not a success. Uh, Would you like to use your hero point uh, to re-roll, or would you like to um, accept the failure? I re-roll. This is like one of my highest skills. If I can't do this, then I might as well go home. Twenty-two. Twenty-two is a success. Hero point gone. Um, so you guys are, you're charging forward and you're like, charge right there. And Log Rock's like, well, wouldn't it be better over there? Yeah. Charge right there. <laughs> and, and you successfully lead them down the right path and, uh, you completely uh, kind of punch through one of the weaker ports points of the, uh, troll hammers formation. Up next is a fear. Nice. I need a cape. You no. do need a cape. Capes are a bad idea. Have you ever watched The Incredibles? <laughs> no capes. No capes. No capes. Love that movie. Actually, maybe right. Tegan should get a cape. <laughs> well, then we'd have something to stuff in his mouth. <laughs> um, I mean, <laughs> if, if that's what you want to do. <laughs> Whatever keeps him quiet. Um, let me see here. So... Our current situation is uh, Tegan is standing proudly on top of the vehicle, offering himself as a, a target for anybody. Um, is there? Is there? Is the formation that's in front of us? Is it? Uh, is it very deep? So they're they're kind of more at this point because of uh, Tegan's advice. They're you have know, kind of punched through the main front force. So. The majority of the main forces remaining are flanking on either side of your caravan. Uh, the other thing is is that um, you do see in the distance ahead there is like a larger one. Uh, this is probably one that was a uh, a like a, a possibly like a hill giant or an ogre or something like that that uh, that joined the troll hammers. Uh, but he seems to be wielding a much larger hammer. Uh, you gonna be okay there, Brandon? <laughs> uh, and he he seems to be ready to like slam it into the ground and um, just completely disrupt the cavern, possibly may, even making a a hole for the, uh, the the vehicles to possibly fall in. Okay, so so we're just ramming this vehicle through these formations of the the troll troll guys with the hammers. Correct, yeah. and you, uh, Unum and DM say that that we're really close to the destination at this point. Okay. All right, let's just figure out here something that I could. Um, ooh, could I use survival to chart a path through the cavern? Um. Sure. I want to. I want to try to make sure that uh, we can use because uh, I'm assuming this is a cavern with stalagmites and stalactites and stuff that would we could weave our way around to give us an advantage. Um, yeah. So you guys are punching out the back of the tank at this point, so you're kind of back in natural cavern territory. 
And at that point, yeah, there is some uh, some some st stalactites and stalagmites that you might be able to use to navigate with. All right. Well, I I rolled a twenty-two on the survival skill. Hopefully, okay. that helps us uh, figure out if we can use some of that to our advantage. That is a success. So you're able to just based upon uh, the way that water would probably accumulate through the ceiling, you're able to tell kind of where likely the uh, Silver Streams River is flowing above, and based upon your knowledge of kind of the, the whole layout of this place, and also um, some of your, your history with this place that you've had in the past, um, that you're able to figure out exactly kind of more, more or less roughly where you're at, or you know, a, a good path to take forward, and you're able to actually guide exactly to where um, Unum and Diem are, are pointing out, because they're, they're saying it's somewhere near uh, where the river used to run at one point uh, before the, the water elevator was formed. And so you're able to kind of point the caravan directly there. And ultimately you pull into this area and you find a large uh, stone building. On the inside you see a bunch of runes and different structures and things like that. Some of them look strangely familiar to most of you, uh, especially to Ethir, Tegan, and Jethal. At this point, but um, you really don't have a whole lot of time to look at them because the uh, enemies are at that's, this point. You you know the main group along with Unum and Diem have probably disembarked, or anyone who wants to have disembarked, and Unum and Diem are try, starting to try to unlock, while the troll hammers are continuing to invade, and the burning wheels are, and the rest of the party are trying to battle them off and trying to give Unum and Diem the time they need to open the door. So first off, uh, for helping to stop the troll hammers get in is Jathal. Yeah. That's me. Uh I guess I'm gonna oh, man. So is there is is it like a we're just like is it just a like stretch. a wide open area in front of us or is it more of a so you're in a is what looks like an abandoned building made out of stone. So it looks like there was yeah. probably one entrance previously. There's now about three. One is just a hole through the wall. Another one is a window that was probably just broken open at another point. And uh, otherwise, this this looks like just an abandoned building at this stage. So sure. there's multiple entries. Uh, I mean, I want to use my enchantment um well maybe not enchantment is the wrong word my i want to try and i guess collapse one of those uh collapse one of the entrances i guess okay what are you using uh, basically it? i'm gonna throw one of my explosive uh what do you call it uh alchemy things okay <sighs> Uh, Alchemist fire. Yes, that sounds right. Okay, sounds good. So go ahead and give me either an Arcana or a Craft Alchemy check. Sure. Uh, yeah, do that. Oh boy. Uh, sixteen. 16 is not a success. Okay. I will re-roll that. Okay. Because that was a 3 I rolled. Not much better. 19. 19 is a success. Wow. Oh, and there we go. Nice. <laughs> Alright. So, so yeah. I kind of lob it up hits right above the, you know, right above it, blows up and drops some rocks. And the yeah, you throw it and it collapses uh, one of the one of the entrances and so now you are only having to fight off uh one, you know, one and a half uh, entry points into there, so making it a lot easier to defend the defend this particular area. Unfortunately, the rocks do land on one of the vehicles. Uh, luckily the 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 burning mm -hmm. wheels rider that was uh, there wasn't on the vehicle at the time. He was battling someone else. So there was no uh, casualties in that. Well, that's good. Um, up next is Tabitha. Well, and he had used... Uh, he used Arcana, and last Arcana. time you used... Um, 
perception. Uh, perception. So is the vehicle still going at the same speed? Uh, there are no vehicles stopped. going at this point. The, the whole caravan has stopped. Okay. You guys are defending Unum and Diem as they're opening the... So I am going to... Can I use my uh, arrows to... Can I fire my arrows to hold off people? Sure. How uh, are you... Just... So you have to probably use one of your skills to do that. So um, you pro- um, it would make a lot of sense probably for athletics, to just for, oh, for okay. that, um, or alternatively, perception for accuracy of the arrows. Can I do perception again? You cannot use perception again. So athletics would be like you're just firing arrow after arrow after arrow after arrow, and this is sort of you're just enduring the, you know, the, right. the, the exhaustion of just having to, to battle for that long. Can I do acrobatics? Uh, probably not for that kind of a use. 24! 24 is a success. So despite the fact that you're starting to feel exhausted just from the number of troll hammers you've taken down, and what seems very strange is no matter how many you take down, it seems like there's always more coming. Um, you, you pretty much have, uh, taken out as many as you can that were almost at this point are blocking the other entrance with, uh, bodies of troll hammers at this stage um hey yeah um don't we need eight successes correct it's not over yet i know but you've got 10 on here do i yeah that's not cool dude (laughs) (laughs) we're only one away from winning well no because (laughs) because the first one is where you started so that doesn't count okay and then one two three four five six seven eight so you still have two more to go Okay. Cool. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, we're further along, I hope. <laughs> I'm cool. doing my part. <laughs> I'm using hero points to hopefully not do something really bad. Oh, All come right. on, no one gets that reference? I got it. So anyway, so, but after you uh, took down that many um, of the troll hammers uh it seems like things calm down for a moment and in fact actually the for a short bit of time you only hear the motors running of the various burning wheels and they kind of, a few of them take a glance at each other sort of sharing a did we win kind of glance at each other at which point one of the walls just completely smashes open and that large uh, ogre hill giant one that you saw before is uh, coming in through the wall oh no up next is tormir Shaggy. All right, I will uh, look to cast some defensive spells, or well, in my case, defensive spell, uh, to help ward off the ogre. All right. So probably religion, I'm guessing. Yep. All right. Let's see. Oh, that's not too bad. Uh, Twenty-six. Twenty-six is a success. So not too bad. As as the ogre reaches in to take a swing at uh, Unum and Diem, Tormir dives right in front of him really quick and throws up his hands, and some sort of a magical barrier seems to block his fist as, as it bounces harmlessly off into the middle of the air. Dance with this! <laughs> and up next is Tegan. He could win it all here. Oh, good. Yeah, you know that's going to happen. You got this. Who's listening? The first, the first episode when I had the very last thing <laughs> of a skills challenge. Yeah, oh, faith in you. So well. Don't All right, so first thing up. you gotta do, you gotta pull the goggles down. Oh no! So we pull the goggles no, no. on. No. <laughs> yes, we pull the goggles oh. on, and using the power of the goggles to help, kind of direct everybody else, letting them know when an attack is fixing to come. So kind of jump over here and say, hey, they're fixing to attack. And kind of jump over here like, hey, they're fixing to attack. So it's kind of like a bouncing cheerleader, but using the goggles ability to tell when something's fixing to happen. So you're... Your spidey sense. Is this diplomacy? You're trying to like help direct people? <laughs> it can be. Or I was acrobatics. I didn't know which way you were going to go. Uh, it doesn't really seem very acrobatic. It's because that's the, the purpose of what you're doing is not flipping. The purpose is you're, you're trying to alert people to things. 
Okay. So. I'm good with diplomacy. So you're activating your spidey sense? Yes, exactly. My gnomish spidey sense. It's his Tegan sense. Yes, my Tegan sense is active, and it is a 27. That might be the highest skill roll we've had this entire uh, skills challenge. And it's the highest I've ever rolled in the last three years of playing with Tony. It's a good way to finish the skill challenge. So, you guys actually knocked that one out of the park. You didn't have a single failure the entire time. Well, accepted failure. Well, Well, we had some failures. You didn't have any any failures you accepted. You used hero points to... But, uh, yeah, so so Tegan is able to alert different people and the burning wheels are able to, you know, react very quickly accordingly based on Tegan's advice. And um, Logrog at the end, at this point, the troll hammers more or less have kind of run away. The large one at this point, they're able to see just this um, one bike just come ramping up through one of the buildings and just kind of like goes right into him and just knocks him unconscious and he falls over onto another uh, building and uh, and then just kind of lay, falls to the ground motionless. Um, the all, luck of the Tegan. That, <laughs> <laughs> that counts as one! That counts as one! I love it. <laughs> we're, we're pulling out Lord of the Rings now, huh? Apparently. I mean, we've, we've referenced everything else. Why not? I mean, it's even a dwarf oh, not reference. not everything else. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Toss me. Toss me. So, um, <laughs> at that point, right after that falls over, you know, it's, Unum and Diem kind of like look visibly shaken. And they look up and they go, I, I think we have it. And they just this, the floor tile in the middle of the room sort of starts rotating and there's different rings that begin rotating within each other and finally at that point they also sort of come into some sort of alignment and then they rotate up so you kind of see the the rings are now perpendicular with the floor and shine a beam of light at the far wall which uh, this building was apparently built in front of and you didn't even realize that this was there but the entire wall begins to separate and pull apart um, and the wall reveals itself as much, much larger than you previously expected. This tank that, that you drove past, this one that was probably about 200 feet tall and 400 feet wide, uh, would have been able to drive out of that door that opens in front of you. That's impressive. Wow. Sure. Um, All right. And beyond in the, in the darkness, there is pure silence. And at that point, the only thing you can hear as you begin to proceed forward is the distant echoes of the burning wheels. And they, they, the Logrog tells you, we'll keep guard out here and make sure that no troll hammers come in to bother you. And let us know then when we can come in and loot the place. Tormir reaches into uh, Jethal's coin purse and tosses them a gold. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you don't know where my coin purse is. <laughs> I've seen you whip it out enough times. <laughs> wow. I, I sure hope you have it. <laughs> All right. Oh, Tegan boy. pulls out his sword and say, "Let's go, guys!" And yeah, yeah, you lead the way Oops. again. <laughs> hey, lo- Nothing lo- can go wrong. Logrog kind of says, "Tegan is an excellent leader of of your group. I think that he should lead you always." Oh, don't make him think he's people. <laughs> <laughs> and. Tegan does shimmy at this point. He does shimmy in front with the sword drawn. He's pretty pumped oh, after being the hood ornament. Uh, our our trusty trap finder. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. So you go and proceed to walk into this large building, and you walk far enough in. At this point, the you know you the the echoing distant sounds of the burning wheels vehicles is kind of starting to fade off as you continue to walk in and it's replaced very quickly with just sort of eerie silence every once in a while you hear a small crackle of electricity similar to what you've heard in the uh the the rail um but it's much less frequent um you see maybe a flash of spark every once in a while and otherwise the other thing you notice based on where you're standing is there's these floor tiles these stone floor tiles that are immense. They look like they're probably made for or maybe by giants. Um, each tile itself, so if you think about like stone floor tiles, each tile is about nine foot by nine foot. 
That's how many Tegans? Uh, almost. I'm sorry. They're sorry. Fifteen feet by fifteen feet. Um, so it's it's about eight Tegans in both directions. Okay, that's humongous per okay. tile. So just the the effort it would have taken to carve these tiles and lay this floor out is just immense. And whatever this entire building, whatever it is, is just gigantic. Uh, Unum and Diem are just kind of like ooh, just like looking around, like ooing and eyeing at everything. And there's very little. You kind of expected more here. You expected more devices, more anything really. All you see so far is the stone tiles. So I look over at uh, Tormir and it's like, does this ring a bell? Does this make any sense to you? Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't say expected this. Or anything like it. It's strange. Well, where do we go, Unum and Diem? Uh, DM looks up and says, well, when we discovered the Titan Labs, when we came in, we found a bunch of decommissioned, uh, uh, I guess, constructs that were in there that uh, were waiting for us. To, we eventually got in and were able to resupply power to them. We need to find the console uh, in this room to figure out how to turn on the lights so we can see what's in here. Uh, this entire place, you know, Unum kind of turns on a light. And like it looks it's just some sort of a device that seems to shine out just a beacon of light when she or when he shines it at the walls and the ceiling, it's too far away for it to illuminate any wall or ceiling. Mm. So it just kind of goes off. The light goes off into the distance and you don't see whatever is reflecting back is too far away for you to see other than the floor. Wow. OK. OK, so it's a big room. Got it. Uh, I guess we start looking for it. Wait a minute, Athir. I got a question for you. Try to take my sword. No. <laughs> no, seriously. Now that the dragon's cured me, it's possible that I'd, I'm not cursed by the sword anymore. And then you could use it. No. <laughs> okay, never mind. All right. Another time, Tegan. We'll figure that out <laughs> later. We'll play hide the sword later. You can play with just you can play with Jafal on that. <laughs> no, no, you can't. <laughs> it's a cool sword. Never mind. All right. All right. Well, um, so you proceed forward, and Tegan happens to find some sort of a. It looks like there's a small piece of the stone here that. Um, he thinks he might be able to press down on. Hey, look, it's a great big green button. Should I press it? Uh, no. no. Okay, push it. All right. <laughs> as, oh, goodness. As Tegan presses the button, uh, you just hear this kind of like whirring noise and some more crackles happen more and more frequently. Yeah. And then... All of a sudden, you, you, you hear this voice come over and says, Unscheduled entry detected. Scanning. 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 Life forms detected. Node residue detected. Residue compatibility with installed Cygnus node, 46%. Activating uh. defensive countermeasures. Purpose, eliminate life forms. Uh, Unum, DM. I don't know what's going on. Uh, where's the console? Apparently, we're getting eliminated. <laughs> awesome. Exterminate. The, the lights. Exterminate. Uh, the, the the different uh, lines between each of the tiles begin to illuminate with kind of this blue light uh, as as electricity starts flowing through. Presumably, what you imagine are metal conduits between each tile. Um, and the entire room illuminates. You just see the sheer size of this room. This is not good. But this is the same voice as when not we were great. in that other console where the stones were. Didn't they use the word node there too? That That is absolutely correct, uh, Tegan. The, uh, the other thing that you notice now at the end of the hallway is these three gigantic 
stone and metal structures. Uh, they look like uh, bipedal humanoids, but are nearly 40 feet in height. Um, they are standing there, and you see the middle one, the middle back one of the three. Uh, the, there's a sort of a crossbar uh, look in, in the metal helmet that, that he's wearing. And the crossbar illuminates with uh, the same blue light you see between the, the lines and the tiles. Uh-oh. Oh, uh, uh, the Marvel movie. Uh, so, oh, the thing that shot the light in the desert. Oh. The Destroyer armor. Yeah, from yeah, uh, the, the destroyer. Wow. From Thor. From Thor. From Thor. Thor. Yeah. Thor. That's what I said. Thor. <laughs> <laughs> and it and it be and it takes its first step forward. Uh oh. And we will end the episode there. No! Oh, no! Let us fight the Thor armor, or Loki armor. I don't forget. We will fight him next time. The destroyer, I think, is what it was called. Destroyer is its own uh, being. Yeah, it is. Uh, It was sent by Loki, though. But sorry, that's okay. Um, So, thanks again, listeners, for tuning into this episode of Paper Pencil Dice. Uh, Feel free to reach out to us uh, by uh, sending us an email at paperpencildicepodcast at gmail dot com. You can also reach out to us on Facebook or on our Discord server. Uh, We're all on both locations, and we'll be happy to respond to any questions or comments you might have. Uh, Otherwise, until next time, keep gaming, friends. Thanks for listening to this episode of Paper Pencil Dice. Reach out to us at paperpencildicepodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time to find out what our heroes get into next on Paper Pencil Dice.